Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you know what time it is. Time to hang here yeah. with Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. Hang with Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. From Mr. Cooper. Alright guys, welcome to the Bit Scoop with Coop. I'm your host Coop. Season three is still going strong, guys. Make sure you tell all your family, your friends, your associates, even your haters. Make sure they turn in or tune in to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Bit Scoop with Coop. Um, also with season three, we have special episodes that you can hear from season one all the way up to season three on my website, www thebigscoopwithcoop.com. You can catch the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Blueberry. Um, I can keep naming for days, but I'm not going to do that. Tell your friends to check out the show. Google it. They can find it. And we we're going to get this thing started. Um, today's guest, man, um, her resume speaks for itself. This woman has done so much in the movie industry and the television industry. Um, from movies, from Oh, gosh, where can I start? Um, Conflict of Interest. Also, she's done Marriage Chronicles. She's also been in um, all of the barbershops. And you will know her. You will know her also um, from, let me see what else can I name off of this. She's actually done Deliver Us from Eva. She has been in a lot of things, guys. I hope you all are sitting down relaxing because you're going to love this show. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Jasmine Lewis. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for having yeah. me. Of course, of course. How's your day been so far? It's been good. Really good. Yes, yes. I'm in North Carolina, so we kind of got a little gloomy weather right now. So it's been raining. I haven't seen any sunshine in about, ooh, a couple of days. But this right here makes my day also. So this is a good thing having you on the show. Um, I know people are listening worldwide right now. So I know everybody is really excited about this show, Jasmine. So let's go on the rock and roll, girl. Um, on this show, just to let you know, Jasmine, we always talk mm-hmm. about how you started in your career, your success, okay. give it, um, advice on how to actually get started in your career, and much more. But we always start from the beginning. So, Jasmine, okay. did you realize that you want to become an actress? Um, I had always been an actor, like, uh, you know, I did, started in school plays, you know, really young and things like that. But I was also a musician and a singer, so I really didn't want to pursue acting for a career. I was, I was in the music industry for a lot of years as a touring bass player and vocalist with a whole bunch of people for probably for 11 or 12 years. And um, in the midst of that, I, I learned a lot. I grew up a lot because I did that all of my teenage years. And, um, and then music kind of changed. You know, computers became more popular. I wanted to stop touring because I had been on the road for so long. I wanted to sort of stay in one place for a little bit. So I... Um, just did I, I decided to change careers pretty abruptly too um i just woke up one day and went i'm going to become an actor and it that's exactly how it happened they, you know how they say ignorance is bliss like right. you don't know what you can't do because no one's telling you you can't do that so it's better to stay ignorant and just think you can do it and and that's what happened i i called a couple of friends got a manager within a day who lived about a block away from my house 
wow. he got me an agent the next day, just one guy, one phone, really small little office, you know. And that was fine. I had no resume. I had no headshot. I had nothing. But he, within a couple of days, had me my first audition, which was for uh, one line on the Martin show. Oh, and wow. I booked my first job. And I booked my first job for my first audition. And I kind of just never stopped working after that. How excited were you when you um, found out that you had that line to get on Martin? How excited were you? I was at home. I was at home and um, doing, I was doing some. I didn't even know what I was doing, but I was doing something really, you know, and I got a phone call from my manager, and she was like, oh, I'm so happy to tell you that you booked it. And I was like, I booked, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't even know what she was. I was so green. I didn't even know what she was talking about. Um, she was like, you booked Martin. That When you went in for the audition, you booked it. And I was, I was like, okay. So I, that was super exciting. Nice. Yeah, nice. so I did, I did a little dance, you know. I did a little happy dance. Of course. You got to. I would have, <laughs> you know how they got the Running Man Challenge going on right now? I would have broke out the <laughs> uh, yes. no Running Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would have done that had that been out. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Now, did you um, did you have any mentors, you know, to help you out or to point you in the right direction, you know, when you started in this industry, when you really got your I foot? Did. I wish I had, you know, I really did. But like I said, it had happened so quickly for me. I wasn't, I mean, I had friends, but they were still all in the music industry. I was still meeting people as actors and, and things like that. And I just really didn't have a lot of people that I was close to in the industry at the time. And right away, about seven or eight months after I had done, after I had changed careers and I had been doing like guest stars on different TV shows. And that time I actually got my first series regular on a show called good news. And um, so I was sort of parked in one place on one show for about two years. And it was Roz Ryan that, you know, did a lot of talking to the younger cast members, me included. So if, if anyone would have been, um, you know, a little bit of a mentor, it would have been her at the time, but yeah, I, um, I, I encourage that now. I, I, I mentor some people now, and I wish I'd had a, a one myself because I would have, uh, you know, I would have appreciated that, and I could have learned some stuff much quicker. Mm-hmm. About, I, just about the business aspect of it, you know what I mean? Like there's the arts and crafts of it, you know. You can be artistic, and you can do what you do, and you can do it really well. But if you don't have the business part of it taken care of, then it's not going to turn out as well for you, you know. And I believe that a lot of people in the industry right now, and when I say industry, I mean movie and television, you know, yeah. they think that they did a couple of plays in school and they get booked right. on a show. They think that they can conquer the world in Hollywood or Atlanta or wherever they go, you know, to get into the industry. But if you don't know the business side of it, I mean, it's like, you know, being in front of a shark. You will get swallowed yeah. and chewed up. Absolutely. Yeah. It'll happen. It, it can absolutely happen. Wow. And yeah. if you're in it for the wrong reason, if you're in it like, oh, I just want to be famous. No, that's the wrong. You have to be an actor because you love acting. Whether you ever get famous or rich or whatever it is that you think that, you know, certain celebrities have, that's, that can't be why you do this. Because if it is, that's when you get swallowed up. Because you begin to true. do anything to achieve one goal, and that's fame and fortune. And that's not going to, it doesn't necessarily come with this business. Mm-hmm. And, and, Jasmine, you don't have to name any names because I'm not. And I know personally you know a few of them, you know, that got into this business just to become rich and famous and say, hey, look at me. I'm better than you. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, and look at their career now. And it's yeah. not, yeah, you've seen them one moment and they're gone or they're in 
very bad shape. And when I mean very bad shape, I mean in the industry, very bad shape. Like, you can't book a gig. You can't right. get into anything. But we saw you three years ago, and now right. you disappear. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening right now, worldwide listening, listen to Jasmine. You cannot get into this business with, uh, you know, with a mindset saying, I'm about to make six figures and I'm about to be the hottest thing out there. You can't go in that way because they will smell it, and when they smell mm-hmm. it, you will feel it at the end. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Good, good, good. Now, Jasmine, in your own opinion, do you feel that the movie industry has gotten better or worse within the last 20 years? Well, you know, I'd say this. I Look, in the 90s, we had 90s and, like, early 2000s, we had – UPN and the WB and, 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 and CW. So we had a lot of great television where there were so many shows that we were represented on. You really, um, there was a lot of working actors. And then uh, it fell off really, really bad to where we weren't represented at all, especially on, on television, you know. Right. But I think we are coming back. So it's been an ebb and flow within the last 20 years. We're getting good television again. We're getting represented as people of color on television and in film. It's always going to be an uphill battle because we don't control all of the money, obviously. But we can put ourselves in better positions to control more of it and have ourselves better represented. We are doing more writing. We're doing more producing. People are in more um, studio executive positions. People of color are in studio more, you know, more studio representatives. So that helps a lot. Um, so I think, you know, we're we're building ourselves back. So I, I have a positive outlook on it right now. And and that's a good thing because I definitely agree with you with everything you just said. Um, it, it was very hard. I would say, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jasmine, probably about a good 15, 16 years ago, if you wasn't real deep, I mean real deep in the industry, and, and I mean television industry also, it was impossible. Yeah. It, well, I don't want to say yeah. impossible. It was very hard to get your face yeah. seen on television, and I mean, yeah. even down trying well, to. Well, we lost all our shows. UPN went down. You know, the yeah. WB as it was at the time, which was another version of UPN, went down. They had all black shows on, or all people of color on their network. So there were plenty of places for us to be seen because that's what the shows were. And they went when those networks went down. Those shows went away, obviously. I mean, we were completely underrepresented. I mean, completely. Almost like non-existent. Right. Because I remember at one point, you could watch the Wayne Brothers. And you can watch... Oh, yeah. You can watch the Wayne Brothers, Martin, Moesha, uh, Living Color, Living Single. Like, there was everything. I mean, it was everywhere. Look right. at my resume. I, I was on each one of those shows more than any, yeah, sure. many times. So, you yeah. know, like, that, that helped. Like, that was, I was, it kept me out there, always. And I remember seeing you on a lot of those shows. And, you know, and you did an excellent job. I mean, regardless if you had how you say you started in the business as a one-liner up to being one of the main attractions. And, I mean, you've always done your thing, and you carried it with confidence. And, ladies and gentlemen, don't get it confused when I say confidence. I'm not talking about conceitedness. Jasmine is a very, very well-trained professional, and she shows her work on everything she does, television, movies. She's coming in well-prepared. That's what I'm talking about, my confidence. She's ready for everything. Yeah. But when yeah. the industry goes down, I mean, even how popular Jasmine is, she, she can't do nothing about that. 
is right. the entry goes down, you know, she's going down with the ship. And that's what right. kind of happened, you know, a few years ago. But, I mean, yep. look at you now. You, you made this big comeback. And that's what I want to talk about also. When you found out that you were, um, you received a part as Ice Cube's wife, you know, Jennifer Palmer, in the very first mm-hmm. part of what was your Oh, thought? 2001. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was. Um, I, I was obviously. I was. Um, I was. Ex- I was happy. I was excited. I was really nervous because the only thing I knew about Ice Cube, and this was back in 2001. So mm-hmm. uh, I remember even where I was. I was actually leaving an audition, walking to my car, and um, um, I got a call. I or, yeah, I had gotten a call from my agent, and she's and now bear in mind the audition. I did the audition about maybe three months before I got the call. So when she said you called, like you got the call and book, you booked it, I didn't know what she was talking about. I thought she was talking about the audition I just left. So I didn't know what she was talking about. And, and uh, then she was like, no, for, for barbershop. And I was like, oh, okay. One, I had no idea that it would be this big. I knew it was going to be great, but I didn't know it was going to be this big. But I was nervous because the only thing I knew about Ice Cube was NWA. And I was like, what if he's really like yeah. that? And I got to be his wife and be around him all the time in Chicago. It was just like a, it, everything was going through my head. But obviously, it turned out completely different. He's a he's a very family oriented oriented nice guy. So I I, I got to learn that, which was great. And uh, we all kind of just became a little family. So it's great to see the franchise continue to grow. And we have, you know, three movies later, we we have grown. Exactly, and I got a feeling you all are not going to stop anytime soon. I really that's just my opinion because the movie would, we're not done. We we got another that- one coming. You heard that. You heard it here first, guys. She said it. Mm-hmm. They're not done. There's okay. more to come. We're not done. I'm, yep. I'm, and you guys carry on a good storyline through yeah. part one to part two to part three. Because, you know, yeah. and I got to say this, though, Jasmine, you know, a lot of movies can't hold well in trilogies. They can't. Right. Part one, no, go part two, you'd be like, okay, this is a high. Part three, you'd be like, why did they take it? Why do they shoot this? Yeah. But right. it's different with this. I mean, I think you all have the best cast and crew, you know, that can yeah. continue to Barbershop 300. And, I mean, right. it'll be good. It could be like another Fast and the Furious. Aren't they on like eight or nine or something like that? Nine, right? They somewhere, I think, I want to say they're at, what, eight? Or eight by eight? Come out? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I know I mean, they're, they're, uh, they're way up there. So, I mean, we could be that way, too, because Barbershop – it's topical information. It's 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 political. It's social. It's environmental. We can talk about everything in the barbershop, and you can have every different point of view. So every person's idea is represented. You know. So when you watch it, when you watch it, you no matter how you think, your thinking is represented in the barbershop. And anything can be said in the barbershop. It's like a therapy session. So I think it's <laughs> what keeps us relevant. You know. Yes. Yes. Now, did barbershop actually help you prepare? You know, in real life would be a mother and a wife. Yes. Well, it was interesting because the first two, I was not a wife or a mother, um, yet I was playing one. I was playing both. So, you know, I felt like I didn't feel as – I didn't know how disconnected from being Jennifer I really was until I became a wife and a mother for real in real life. So when I did the third one, I was much more connected to her as a character and as, as, as a woman. Because I actually had a point of view. Having a, a son myself, I know what I really feel, you know. So I, was, I feel like I was doing more thinking in the first two movies, and I was doing more feeling in the third one. Wow. Wow. Okay. 
and and I feel yeah. you on that, Jasmine, because yeah. I think now, like you said, you wasn't a mother or a wife in part one and yeah. two, and I right. think you have brought yourself into part two, yeah. and yeah. it kind of correlated more for you. So yeah, that's good. That's very yeah, I was, good. I was much more connected to her. Mm-hmm. Now, Jasmine, I know we've seen, I, well, I know I've seen, and I believe people that's listening right now have seen this too. There's been a few clips going on with um, Barbershop 3. And, you know, yeah. like behind the scenes, they, they have one where people thought that Nicki Minaj and um, and Eve was about to get into a fight for real. I saw some clips. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but can you tell us out of your mouth right now, how was the atmosphere, you know, behind the scenes when the camera wasn't on you guys? What was the atmosphere well, like for all the we have a nucleus. We have a nuclear family, and that's like the cast that you've seen since the beginning. So we are always going to be a family. There is not going to be any problems with that. We have acquired some new family members this time around, and I would say everyone sort of fell into, you know, a family situation. It was a good environment. It was a happy environment. It was fun. Everybody was a practical joker. And so, you know, it was, uh, it was like being at like a big family reunion with your cousins, with your cousins around. So it was good. It was not, it was no fighting, no, no arguing, none of that. You know, we're, we got along great. That's what I'm talking about. So basically when you on set, I mean, a whole day can fly by because you guys, you know, y'all are together. Y'all having fun. I mean, and we were. Yes. So Absolutely. I'm going to throw my name in the hat right now, Jasmine. Um, Barbershop 4, okay. I've been in a couple of movies. Okay. I think I need okay. to come to the shop. I'm going to let them know you're available. I'll let them know. Yes. <laughs> now, um, are there any, you know, we were talking about behind the scenes moments and everything. Is there anything you can share that made you laugh or that, you know, that's going to always be forever in your memories that we couldn't see on Barbershop? One, two, or three. Oh, that you could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think. Let me see if there's anything I can actually share. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of dance moments, especially in three. Well, you know, because there was always music on set. Whether we weren't working, you know, there was always something going on, and uh, somebody's playing music, somebody's singing, somebody rapping, something. So people would just break out and start dancing for like no reason at all, which is hilarious. Because there were a few that were not the best dancers in the world. Let's put it that way. But they, <laughs> you couldn't tell them that at all. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so now, that was uh, that was always fun to watch. Now tell me this: the um, the Cedric Entertainer, you know, try to break out a dance move or two. I've seen him try to do always. something. He always does. I knew it. Oh yeah. It. Oh yeah. Well, what and about he, he really thinks he's good too. He thinks he's good. <laughs> yeah. Now, Said, if you're listening to the show right now, that's Jasmine saying that. That's not me. <laughs> oh, Jasmine. <laughs> that's all her. My hands are clean on this. <laughs> so I, see, I will let Jasmine speak on that one. I've seen your moves, though, but I'm going to leave it at that right now. <laughs> I definitely am. I love it. I'm not going there on that one. <laughs> now, right. um, now, let me ask you this. As far as it goes for you outside of Barbershop, are there any future projects? You know that you're working. Yeah, on. I um. Well, I, there, I, we have Grandma's House, which is in theaters now, um, uh, with Loretta Devine and Wendy Raquel Robinson, and uh, so uh, Coco Jones, a big Disney star, young girl. Um, so me and Wendy Raquel play sisters and the daughter of uh, Loretta Devine's character. 
Um, so that's in theaters now. That's called Grandma's House. And then I have a movie called For the Love of Christmas that will be out um, this year, closer to the end of the year, like around the holiday time, um, with uh, some amazing people shot that in Chicago. Um, so I got to go, what I call, like, to my back to my second home. So that's always good. And um, I have another one. Wait. Uh, oh, Pantherest, where I play sort of a, a neighborhood vigilante. Uh, hmm. Kind of trying to protect my neighborhood, and I got to beat up a bunch of people, so that was super fun. I want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be that. out this year as well. Yeah. Is there a particular quarter that is coming out, or a month? Yeah, well, I don't even have an exact date on Pantherest, but I, I'm going to say I believe it's November. Okay. And then, and then for the love of Christmas, we'll be out around Christmas time for December. Okay. Guys, make sure you do check out both of these movies. Um, like I said, Jack. And Grandma's House, which is in theaters now. Oh, gosh. Make sure, guys. I don't care what you're doing. After this show, I want you to put down everything. Go to the theaters. Check out Grandma's House. You've got to see this movie, guys. I want to see it myself. So make That's sure really you check out. Take your family members. Take your friends. Have the family reunion in the theater. So pack there out the Check it out. Yes. Now, Jasmine, how... Um, how brief, now not brief, I want to use that word, how important is it that for your social media, for your life to be in Social media is so much more important than it used to be. It's, it's almost disturbing how important it is. It, you know, they, you know, there's a lot of studios and, and producers and directors that will look at people's social media numbers before they look at their actual talent to hire them for a, a job, which is kind of ridiculous to me, but yes. true. So we all have to play the game, and I am on social media myself. I'm on Snapchat and Instagram and Twitter, and now I'm back on Facebook. I had left Facebook for years um, mm-hmm. because it was just too much, and I'm back. So, you know, that helps. You know, I, I look at my social media. I'm very connected to my social media because I, instead of looking at it negatively, like it's, you know, an invasion of privacy. I look at it as a way to connect with friends and fans and, and people that want to, you know, reach out to me because I can actually respond. Um, right. So it's always a good thing. So you got to find me on social media. And you and you can admit this, Jasmine. I think this whole week I've been blowing you up on social media, especially Twitter. You have. You're on my Twitter. Did you find me on Instagram? Um, I found No, I found you on Facebook. Um, sent you a message okay. on Facebook. Found you on Facebook. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, I had you, and you on found Twitter. me on Twitter for sure. Yeah, um, I believe that's you. Um, let, let me make world. Sure. Yes. Because I've been I, retweeting your tweets. Yep, that's me. Yep. Yeah. I got I you. I love that. And, and, and so they got to find me on Snapchat and Instagram, which is just my name, Jasmine Lewis. Spelled J-A-Z-S-M-I-N-L-E-W-I-S. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody grab your phones right now. Go to your computer, your laptop, because you're listening right now live. Um, go up there, find And send me a message so I can comment back, so I can find everyone. And that's one thing I will say. Jasmine, if she sees something that's mentioning her and it's something positive and good, she will retweet, she will comment. Absolutely. So, yes, I found you. Like I said, I found you on Facebook. Um, I found you on Twitter. So sometime this evening I will find you on Instagram. So I'm definitely following that. I definitely am. I love it. One thing I don't understand, though, Jasmine, why is Hollywood and everybody looking at how many people is following you compared to your raw talent? I mean, I don't get Because they feel like followers equate to butts and seats. How many people are going to go to the theater or turn on the channel in their house? 
so if you have if you have 10 million followers, that's 10 million possibilities of who will buy a ticket to your movie. That's how they see it. Doesn't mean it's true, but that's how Hollywood sees it. So wow. followers equate to numbers, you know, ticket sales and and uh, ratings on and TV shows. That's how they see it. And you know what? I'm going to tell you where I think this all started at. And if I'm wrong, Jasmine, please correct me because, I mean, I want to know the original root of this, but I think it started. Do you remember um, a few years ago in American Idol, the, the Chinese dude that couldn't sing? And he came yeah. out and made a video. And everybody yeah. was like, he's so terrible, we want to follow him and watch. Yeah. I think it was yeah. around that time. When yeah, it started. It, it, that, got, that definitely got it going got it going, and the Kardashian family did not help with, the, the, you know, not, not um, in the sense of not necessarily being known for any particular talent, but having huge social media numbers, which does equate to money for them. So yeah. it's like it's turning in, you know, so that, that, that ramped it up for sure. Wow. So yeah. if you were, if you was a Hollywood director, producer, or if you was down at ATL doing your thing, yeah. would you personally look at talent over social media, or would you look at them equally? I, I, because I'm not, here's the thing, my, my, my soul would want to look at only talent, but my, my brain, I'm not an idiot, so I would have to look at, at them at least equally. <laughs> Good answer. I, I'll give you <laughs> I definitely give you that because um, yeah. I know, like I said, I've been in a couple of um, independent movies and right. um, and they're actually trying to turn into TV series. It's called the Wicked series, and okay. I know. And the thing is, like, I play a detective named Steve in the movie, and okay, yeah, it's crazy though because like we're trying, we're pitching this stuff, we're getting it out there, but right. you know. I feel like that if your numbers are not, and when I mean numbers, I mean followers, friends, or whatever, yeah. not in the That's hundred right. thousands to the million, it's like yeah. you're fighting a hard battle. Even Very though hard. good it is or how well it is, it's, it's yep. a battle that's going to continue and it's going to be hard. I totally agree. Yes. So no, I, I think- you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, you know, I didn't take social media very seriously for a long time. Like, I would do it, like, for fun. But I wasn't doing it as much for business until I realized, yeah, I am losing to some, I don't want to call anybody out particularly, but I'm losing a few things to some reality um, people because they have way bigger numbers. And I was like, okay, time to take this a little more serious. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened, you know. And, and since, you came, since you keep a name nameless, I am too. Half of those reality stars, I mean, I ask myself, where's your talent? Seriously. Yeah. You know, reality is not really reality when it comes to of television. Of course not. Right. Right. So, I mean, when you have someone like you and others that's blowing the box number, the box number, we and now you have these people that's coming on local television, and they're getting all this attention because they have 1.5 million followers. I mean, it makes yeah. you scratch your head. It does. Now, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know you're a busy woman, Jasmine, so I'm not going to hold you long, but um, I do have to ask you this. What is your ultimate goal in the television industry and movie industry? Um, you know, keep uh, putting out good products, keep doing great work, and um, keep providing opportunities um, to other people. 
You know, I, I, I was a producer before I was an actor, so I um I have a production company and it's been it's we've been putting out movies for, you know, the last sixteen years. So I like to try to give people, you know, an opportunity. So I hope you keep doing that. That's what I'm talking about. I'm glad yep. you're doing it because turning out quality a, work. Yes. There's a lot of people that's actually um, you know, that's out there that's got that quality work. It's just that their numbers are not as high, you know. I mean, right. going back to right. follow thing. So that's good. I'm glad that you have the heart to actually still try to help people out and Absolutely. and you're doing on that. Yes. Now, Jasmine, a lot of people want to know the answer to this right here because they're trying to find their way to at least get their, their big toe in the door. So what advice would you give any male or female that wants to get into the movie industry or television industry to act or, you know, become a producer or just to actually be in that environment? What advice would you give them? Ooh. Study your craft. Know it well. Um so that no one can uh, tell you otherwise, like that you don't know what you're doing and you don't have to search yourself. Do it for the love of it. Uh, skin. Don't let anybody dissuade you in any way. And keep persevering because there's ebbs and flows to everything. There's ups and downs to everything. And it's not all going to be perfect, but you don't give up. Never give up. That's what I'll talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first on the Big Scoop with Coop. Jasmine Lewis, thank you a hundred times for coming on the show. <laughs> Um, I would love to have you going in the future again. I would love to come back. I love your show, and I'm so excited that you guys had me here. So anytime you want me, I'm coming. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, Jasmine, <laughs> I want you to enjoy the rest of your day. And everybody, you heard it here first once again on the Bit Scoop with Coop. Until next time, everybody. Okay, thank you. Yeah.